purpose is to help you heal, and I'm your host, Marie Monville. We are going to spend 10 minutes talking about healing. What kind of healing do you need? Is it in your mindset? Is it emotional healing? Is it spiritual healing? You know, there's a lot of healing that we all need, and this is where you're going to find it every week, 10 minutes on Tuesday. I'm so glad you're spending this time with me. Welcome back. Today we're talking about how to love your life despite circumstance. I don't know about you, but when I was growing up and I was envisioning what it would look like to be an adult, I envisioned it based on circumstance. I thought that I would be married and have children and be living this life that felt fulfilling all the time. And I had no idea how many struggles would be involved in my life. And yes, I am married and I do have children and I absolutely love my life, but it's not anything like what I thought it was supposed to look like. And that's probably true for most of us. You know, most of us probably live in a world that looks nothing like what we thought it meant to be a grown up when we were kids. And I think about this sometimes. I don't know if the adults in my life just did a really good job of hiding their struggles or if it was the fact that I had zero awareness of that as a child. I mean, I think as kids, we just assume that grownups have it figured out, you know, that they know what they're doing and the life is easy for them. It looked like that to me. So I think it's a mix of this place of being naive in the truth of what it is to be an adult also mixed with the fact that most of the time, we're not going through life thinking, my life isn't going to be anything like what I imagine. And I sort of refer to this as a hallmark expectation of life. You know, I want everything to go the way I desired. I want it to be predictable. The thing that's great about a Hallmark movie is that within the first two minutes, you can pretty much diagnose exactly what's going to happen. It goes specifically according to what you expected. It's all tied up with a nice neat bow in about two hours. Wouldn't it be great if our lives felt like that? Isn't that what we want most of the time? And I think the problem is that that is not reality. And so in some ways, we've been sold this lie to think that life is going to go the way we planned, that it's going to be absolutely within our control that we're going to feel exhilarated every morning when we wake up and smell the coffee brewing. And it's not like that. So much of life is outside of our control. Sometimes, and I've said this before, we are walking out the aftermath of someone else's choice. Sometimes we're walking out the aftermath of our choices. And in a lot of these places, we didn't see any of this coming. And As great as we might be at forecasting, I'm pretty good at forecasting what one choice is going to end up becoming in the days ahead. There are times when we can't do that. There are times when we have no way of knowing what's ahead of us. And so undoubtedly, there are going to be places in our adult lives where we are face to face with the reality that we do not like our circumstance. And in those moments, it is really tempting to then tell ourselves, I will like my life when this happens. I will feel better about life when it looks like this. And in those moments when we tell ourselves those things, it just reinforces the fact that we don't like our life right now. 
It's not making us feel better about these scenarios because we're telling ourselves that this is just the pit stop on the way to something better. It's a hard pit stop. It's a place that nobody wants to be, but this is just that in-between. And once we're out of here, everything else will feel better. But friend, if that's the way we're approaching life, not only is it going to take us out of this place where we could actually find some joy even in the hard, but it's going to set us up for more difficulties. Because inevitably, that place that we want to go isn't the next stop on our journeys. And so when we tell ourselves when this works out or when this resolves or when this happens, then I'll love my life. We're just setting ourselves up for more of the same, this place of disappointment where our reality never coincides with our desires or our expectations. And so we're constantly disappointed. And I can say that because I've lived that. That has been pieces of my reality. And I think for me, one of the seasons that I see this so clearly is in the loss of my dad. My dad was diagnosed with lung cancer in 2013, 2012, actually. He he didn't make it to 2013. He passed away within eight months. And it's been so long that sometimes etching that in my memory, I can't grasp that official date because there are so many things that for me happened in 2013. I thought that was going to be the best year. I was in the process of writing my first book, One Light Still Shines, Our family had hit a really good rhythm. Life felt full of possibility, and I thought it was going to be this amazing year. I thought 2013 was going to be it for me. And then in 2012, my dad was diagnosed with lung cancer in April. He passed away on Christmas Eve morning. And I remember coming into this season where I thought it was supposed to look differently. And in that time, as I tried to set myself up for this place where I would feel better about life, where I could say, oh, when this happens, then I'll feel better. There was nothing that was reachable. There was nothing that was attainable that I could say, when this happens, I'll be happy. Because when you lose someone, there's no marker like that. There's nothing I could put in that place to say, yes, I've lost my father, but when this happens, I'll feel happy. There wasn't anything. And so for me, that was the first season where I really began to understand how detrimental that process is in my life. That when I'm saying to myself, when this happens, I'll feel better, I'm just setting myself up for more disappointment because it's never going to go that way. And sometimes there isn't even anything that works in that sentence. But we do it to ourselves. We use it kind of as a coping mechanism to say, okay, I'm going to get through this. And when I do, you know, there'll be this other thing waiting for me on the other side of this. It'll be the light at the end of my tunnel, and then I'll feel better about life. But it doesn't usually happen like that. And so for me, I realized that it's just this place of discouragement where there wasn't anything that I could tell myself would make me feel better. And even if there was, how did I know it was going to happen? Because in this process of my dad getting treatments for his cancer, he had hit the point where the tumor was gone and the doctors were optimistic, realistic in the expectation that it could come back, but they were still optimistic. And I mean, I wanted my dad to have healing. I didn't want to lose him. I wasn't ready for that. Nobody's ever ready for that. 
And so for me, as I came through that season, I thought, okay, God, so what I wanted is gone. This beautiful year that I thought was in store for me has vanished. And I don't really know how to walk on the other side of that. How do I love my life right now? There's nothing that I can say that is going to make me feel better. How am I supposed to love this? And for me, I think it was sort of this place of being a little bit sarcastic with the Lord, a little bit cynical of saying, God, you know, you allowed this and how am I supposed to love this? But here's what I know about God. He welcomes us and he understands our brokenness. He feels the pain that we're carrying. He sees it. And what I so love about the Psalms and about the way that David expressed his heart before the Lord is that he was honest. He didn't hold back. He didn't try to make it sound better than it was. He lived in the reality and he spoke the reality of what was on his heart. And I think that is the first place to saying, okay, how do we love our life despite our circumstances? It's being willing to admit that we don't like our life right now, that we don't like this stuff. We don't like the pain that we're experiencing or the circumstances that we're walking through. The first step in changing any of that is just to own the fact that we don't even want this. And God understands, and he's not going to turn away just because we are struggling with it. It doesn't make us less of a believer to find ourselves in these places where we where we can say, you know what, I love God and I don't like this and I'm having a difficult time wrapping my mind around all of those things. We are human and sometimes we struggle to understand why God has allowed us to walk this place that we have found ourselves in. And how do we find him in the midst of it? And that's the very first place to start. You know, that's step one, being able to say, God, I'm struggling here. I don't like this and I don't know what I'm supposed to find in this. And then I think step two is saying, but help me to open my heart and see more than I can see right now. And if I want to embrace this place to be able to come to some point where I can say, I authentically love my life regardless of circumstance, I have to stop holding the circumstance up and saying, when this thing happens or when life looks like X, Y, Z, then I'm going to be happy. Because that's just leading me to this imaginary hallmark place that's never going to exist. And so if I'm always using that as my marker, the pinnacle of what it's supposed to look like, I'm constantly going to be disappointed. And that's step three being able to say, God, help me to let go of what I thought this was supposed to look like so I can embrace where you're leading me instead. So it's owning the fact that we don't like it, asking God to help us open our hearts to see more, and then being able to say, let me see what you have for me, that I would lay down my expectations and embrace your adventure. Because I do believe that God wants us to love our lives. I don't think that he put us on the earth to hate every day of our existence or hate seasons of it. Yes, we might find ourselves in these places that are hard and painful, but it doesn't mean that God doesn't have goodness in it. It just means that sometimes we have to lay down the expectation of what we thought our circumstance was supposed to be in order to be able to come to this place where we can say, I love my life. And so, this week, this episode is really just part one in how to love your life regardless of circumstance. Because there's a lot 
that has to happen in order for us to do that. And so the first part is kind of like the the prepping the ground. You know, I've made this analogy before where sometimes, you know, our mindset and these things that we're working on, it's sort of like building a house. We have to level the level the ground. You know, we have to dig out the space to pour the concrete for the foundation so that we can have something good and stable and sturdy that we're building on top of. And this is one of those places. And so, you know, maybe it's this place for you of being able to say, God, I don't like this right now. This isn't what I wanted to have happen. This wasn't the life I thought I was supposed to live. It's okay to have that conversation with him and own that. And then, you know, it's a place of saying, but God, I want to be able to love my life. And can you help me to see more than what I see right now? God, would you help me to surrender what I thought my circumstances were supposed to look like? And that sets us up for this place where we can start to discover the good that God has for us and these other things that he's doing in our life that maybe weren't the obvious ones because we're, you know, we're just seeing what it is right now that's so vibrantly in front of us, maybe not in a good way, but it captures our attention and it is the thing that we're focused on. So if we want to see that differently, we have to do some of that foundational work. We have to work on our mindset and the way we approach it. And then we can start to shift our perspective and see something different. So I want to invite you to embrace this place with me of saying, God, here's the authenticity of where I'm at right now. Help me to open my heart to see more than what what I'm seeing and help me to lay down this expectation that it was supposed to look a certain way. And that's all I want you to do this week. That's all the further we're going to go. So I'm inviting you to spend some time in those three things with the Lord. Allow him to meet you there. Allow him into the authenticity of how you're feeling. Embrace that place with him. Because that's what we're going to build on next week. And then come back here and join me for another To Help You Heal conversation where we're going to talk about how do we go from that place where we have this great foundation to be able to say, okay, I'm going to look at my life differently. I'm going to expect God working in it. I'm going to believe that I'm going to see what he's doing. And somehow he's going to help me learn to love my life. Come back next week as we continue this conversation. I can't wait to talk with you then. Thanks for joining me. This has been another episode of To Help You Heal with Marie Monville. You can find more resources and information that are going to support you in your healing journey, whether that's a place of emotional healing, spiritual healing, whatever you need, you can find it over at my website, mariemonville.com. Make sure you're following me on Instagram and Facebook. Sign up for my email list. I send out special information to my email subscribers each week with a reflection and other tools and resources just for them. You'll also find information about my upcoming book to help you heal coming out later this fall. Love to chat with you. If you have any questions or things you'd like to hear on a future episode, please drop me a message, marie at mariemonville.com. See you next time.